Hello and welcome back to the Outring Tinnitus podcast. This is Frida and I'm your host and I'm so happy and glad that you're here uh, to share with me the stories of tinnitus, tinnitus science. And in this episode, I want to give you guys a little bit of a recap because this week I went to the tinnitus e-health days in Regensburg. So we're talking a lot about e-health solutions and tinnitus in general at the University of Regensburg, which is one of the uh, biggest tinnitus research centers, but they also have a tinnitus care center here in Germany where they um, yeah, work in groups with people who have tinnitus and uh, it's basically like a, a weekly program um, uh, of trying to help uh, people in dealing with their tinnitus in a, um, in a, a psychological uh, environment. Um, with trained psychologists for tinnitus, etc. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, the second part of this episode will be that we talk about which um, has become immensely um, important uh, for me in uh, also dealing with different people in different stages of tinnitus. So I've made this week's 10-minute uh, Patreon video as well about this, that um, there are different stages in which people can find themselves in with tinnitus. And today in this episode, we want to uncover a bit in what stage you might like, uh, might find yourself in, and um, what are the appropriate tools and uh, practices and programs that you can or should follow um, uh, at any given stage that you are at with your tinnitus. But, but um, let's um, yeah get into the episode. But before, I would like to share with you a yeah a few more interesting resources that I believe and think that could be very valuable for you. So as usual, I am sharing with you my yeah Patreon channel where I create weekly ten minute videos on uh, how you can build the process of overcoming tinnitus. I make videos such as on tinnitus and sleep, how you can get towards better sleep despite your tinnitus, um, how you. You can build the right mindset in order to tackle your tinnitus from the right kind of angle and um, many, many more videos, including my uh, tinnitus emergency extended guide version, as well as the tinnitus questionnaires that you can use um, in the settings of uh, CBT and cognitive behavioral therapy approach to evaluate the way you feel, behave and think around your tinnitus. So if you're interested, go to patreon.com slash tinnitus and for as little as uh, 10 years a month, you can become a Patreon subscriber, you support my work, you support what I do in the community, uh, supporting the this pot, the creation of this podcast, uh, supporting the creating of all the free resources such as this podcast or YouTube, my YouTube channel. Um, the second thing that I would like to um, yeah, finally advertise to you is the release of my Outering Tinnitus course program. So it's um, about 90 minutes of uh, video course material that is now uploaded to Udemy. Um, you can find the link in the description to this episode as well. And if you use the co code Outring Tinnitus, you'll get the co uh, the course instead of uh, 54 euros, you'll get it for about 16 euros, I think, uh, is the discount code. So if you put in the code Outring Tinnitus, you'll be able to uh, get the course at a greatly discounted price. Of course, that's also because it's still in beta. And I would love to hear your feedback about it. And um, yeah, if you're within the first uh, 10 more people who sign up to the course, 
course, you will get an inclusive 40 minutes coaching session with me for free. So make sure you sign up as quickly as possible for that course and let me know what you think about it. But let's get into the episode where I uh, summarize my time at uh, the University of Regensburg, the e-health days and the different stages of tinnitus that you might find yourself in right now and the appropriate tools that you should use in order to advance to the next stage or leave your tinnitus behind. So thank you for uh, listening to this. Let's get on with the intro and then start with the episode. Hello and welcome to the Outering Tinnitus podcast. This is Frida and I'm your host. This podcast is all about the tinnitus science and what you can do to live a better life despite the ringing. Yeah, thank you all for tuning in again to the Outering Tinnitus podcast. Um, I'm really amazed to get all your positive feedback on this podcast. And uh, by now it's the top three 2021 tinnitus podcast ranked in the podcast chart. So thank you all um, for the frequent listeners and for your positive feedback on this podcast. I'm surely to continue um, my work with this podcast. We'll have a Glenn Schweitzer um, in the future as well. He's a tinnitus coach and tinnitus professional as well, um, as well as a few other people who are coming up to be interviewed in this podcast. Also in relation, funny enough, to the University of Regensburg and one of their study projects, which uh, is leading me right to the first part of this episode. We want to talk about um, a small review of my uh, three days in Regensburg. Um, it was quite an intense time because this weekend we're also flying to Colombia to uh, visit my wife's uh, family and parents and um, we haven't seen them in a while because of the pandemic and now finally we are vac- fully vaccinated and and we have taken the decision to finally go visit them. So this Sunday, we're going to fly to Colombia and spend some time there. But of course, my podcast, uh, Patreon content and everything else is airtight, sealed and will continue to be released during my time in uh, Colombia. Um, but yeah, so uh, it was quite a, a, an interesting um, week that I had also at the University of Regensburg, which is one of the biggest uh, research centers also here in Germany for tinnitus research. But as I uh, mentioned, in the brief introduction to this uh, podcast and um, they also have a tinnitus day clinic basically where people who are uh, severely disturbed by the tinnitus and who have big trouble with their tinnitus can can go and find additional help um, mainly in the form of uh, talking therapy and um, a group therapy but um, it's immensely helpful because it helps you helps a lot of the people to reframe the way they think about their tinnitus and um, which is something that I do as well um, but of course I always think that um, um, coming from me, from someone who suffers from severe tinnitus and a single-sided deafness, uh, the story is always a little bit different. So it was a very interesting fact. I, I won't mention uh, any names, but um, one of the um, one of the uh, top professors from an ENT uh, point of perspective from the University of Regensburg. Uh, um, mentioned that uh, he recently a few weeks ago had sat in his office um, and uh, suddenly tinnitus was there and it was much louder than he usually had it and for two hours it didn't go away and uh, he said he did get a little bit anxious about it so he was like 
oh wow, I I, I did not know how to handle that. And uh, he is a um, ENT, right? And he usually is a part of the team who uh, takes care of people who work with tinnitus. So um, I always see that there has to be a distinction has to be made, right? Between the ENTs who know all these protocols of CBT and talking therapy and maybe a a few medications that uh, might facilitate a more calm state to uh, facilitate sleeping, for example. But in general, um, uh, the treatment of tinnitus is a very complex and difficult one, especially for ENTs, right? If they if it's out of their power to say, look, take this pill and the tinnitus is going to be gone. Um, so I really think that uh, as a tinnitus coach or as us who do suffer from tinnitus and who do a lot of things in order to get better with tinnitus, we are even one step ahead because, you know, the ENT, they might be able to talk as much as they want about new protocols, about new research, about new things coming up. But if they, if it hits them as well, they're not free from suffering either, right? So they're not free from uh, being sh shook in their calm and being sh shaken uh, at uh, of, of troubles with uh, getting to sleep properly or right so this is something that can happen to everyone so we really have to uh, challenge this top down structure where the ENT sits there and simply because they don't have tinnitus they can't uh, 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 they can't uh, basically put themselves in your position and they really can't relate to how you're feeling so we really need to change that because if they did have tinnitus they would be subject to the same experiences they would probably face the same problems so an approach where you say like oh yeah just you know you there's not much you can do you can try to talk to a psychologist or you can do this and that things is is not going to work so it was very interesting that we were talking a lot about e-health solutions and um, the possibilities of uh, a very smart chatbots um, we had Fabrice and Mathieu from the uh, Tinibot app a very very interesting app um for tinnitus management. I've previously been advertising that on, on this podcast as well. So uh, Fabrice and Mathieu uh, created this uh, chatbot, very intelligent uh, chatbot that works with um, uh, principles of uh, CBT in order to little bit alter your perspective on your tinnitus. And in future, we'll probably have a lot more combined treatments. So um, for one, we of course have to see whether there is a hearing loss, the person is suffering from hearing loss or not, or what are the additional factors that the person might um, uh, be 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 uh, yeah be going through when they do uh, come to an ENT with tinnitus and and what combined mechanisms of treatment can I offer to them? So can I offer, for example, an app where they can do some kind of sound therapy, right, in order to not push out sound too much and 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 not uh, get into the states of hyperacusis, but uh, that I can uh, basically offer them different kinds of treatment. So the T minus app we also mentioned that from Rupert Brown. Yeah, there's different different things that, that should be considered in different stages of tinnitus treatment. So maybe a chatbot app that can help, maybe a personal coaching if you're stuck in some kind of uh, perspective in some kind of way. Um, and of course, I always also mentioned that I don't think a chatbot will ever replace, for example, my work or the work of a, a behavioral psychologist that helps you to reframe the way you think about your tinnitus. And also the way you think about your tinnitus defines the, the amount of struggle that you create with your tinnitus and the amount of struggle that tinnitus uh, creates in your life. And it, 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 it is quite, quite much more complex than that because it's all about neurological feedback as well, right? So it's it's over, comp it's over complex and it's very, very complex. And it's, it, it's too easy to say uh, CBT or talking therapy is basically... Um, 
helping you to uh, change your behavioral patterns around tinnitus, but it's much more, much more plastic. It's much more um, real what can happen and, and what can be induced by um, uh, uh, changes in perspective, right? So it's literally that your brain is able to um, uh, have the stimulus disappear into the background much more. This is something that we have evaluated. This is something that we know now that uh, the tinnitus patients that either who I see or who go through my program to watch uh, different videos or to put the practices in ac action that I have uh, uh, put up together as a program with, that these people really subjectively suffer from lower intensities of tinnitus and also lower intrusiveness and hence have much better chances of getting a good night's sleep, whether be it with masking or without masking. So um, there is a lot of different things coming up in the e-health space. Um, there was a lot of talk about um, artificial intelligence as well and uh, how artificial intelligence could also detect um, what person suffers from what kind of tinnitus and what kind of treatment would be suggestible best for them, right? Because an ENT, how much time do they have when they when they see you, right? 15 to 20 minutes max, maybe if you pay a little more. But that's usually the time frame that the ENT has to treat you and to try and find out um, what is the best course of action for you. And a chatbot who can rely on your answers and um, who could really determine um, what is the best course of action for you to maybe see a coach as well or to uh, see this kind of sound therapy app or to make an additional appointment with another specialist and get an MRI or something like that, right? You see where I'm going. So there was a lot of talk about uh, the future of e-health, especially in regards with tinnitus. I think it will never replace uh, the personal contact, the establishment of a personal story that you see that there are um, good stories and the internet is full of enough negativity and uh, full of enough difficulty um, and, and, and that is immensely immensely important that you have a positive anchor, a positive reinforcement as well. And I'm willing to provide that to you. So um, yeah, the eHealth days were very, very interesting. Um, uh, I will be um, uh, probably also making a podcast soon with um, one of the members of the Unity Project. It's a big uh, European network of tinnitus researchers and they doing a lot of research also through an app soon, but um, there will be more on that in a future episode of the podcast. So yeah, keep out, keep looking out for that. I made a lot of very interesting and valuable connections that I think you in my network and you guys listening to this podcast and my Patreon subscribers and community members and Facebook that you all can benefit benefit from. And that is the purpose of my work. That's the purpose of my life as is now. Um, that's the purpose for me. I find also of my story with tinnitus. Uh, so taking something uh, positive from that and um, uh, transforming it into giving back to the community giving back to the tinnitus community and empowering each and every single one of us, right? Because even that ENT could be hit with severe tinnitus and then don't know what to do. Um, and then it's very important that we have people like us who are experienced in this, who can help other people, me helping you guys and you guys maybe helping other people who struggle with bothersome tinnitus, right? So let's empower each other. Let's empower the people out there. Um, and uh, yeah, there's uh, interesting st stuff coming up from this eHealth convention. But let's get Get into the second part of today's episode and the second part of today's episode is something that I um, did this week's Patreon video on as well 
Um, and it is that uh, different yolks for different folks. So in whatever stage of tinnitus you are in, stage one would be you just recently suffered from tinnitus and you're still um, still not really sure of what the education is around it, what uh, the difficulty with tinnitus would be. Or stage two would be you already have tinnitus for a few months, you're quite stuck and uh, you don't know how to advance properly. Um, and there's different tools that you can use in that stage. And the third stage would be you have tinnitus for a few years, maybe even already, and you suffer uh, from it on and off and sometimes maybe sleeping sleeplessness or maybe you have trouble focusing at work or uh, uh, going out with friends or something like that so for each and every one of these stages there are different materials that I would recommend um, but yeah um, so let's get into into the first stage yeah let's let's assume that someone who recently started suffering from tinnitus and maybe has already been to the ENT the ENT told them the regular thing like oh sorry there there is not much that you can do right now um, we we're not entirely sure how to how to help you with this at this moment and uh, uh, don't worry too much about it because when you worry too much about it then it's gonna get worse or uh, it, it's at least not uh, going to yeah, make it a very pleasant experience for you and uh, just go home and don't worry too much about it that's what we know right now and uh, of course this is something that's very detrimental because people of course with the stimulus and even in the case of this ENT is something that's not easily uh, put away right it's something that you always hear um, I've also said this a lot like uh, these days uh, in, in contrary to what was a hundred years ago which is when we didn't have the kind of windows that we had and we were much more outside and there was much more noise around us maybe tinnitus was much less perceptible so we had it much less uh, in our perception that tinnitus was a bothersome thing because it sure very sure that uh, the occurrence of tinnitus was already there. Um, although we also didn't have the headphone exposure, the exposure to loud noises, um, recreational noises, um, so that is all that is all changed in the last 100 years. Um, but uh, uh, but for sure, it, it it can be very difficult and daunting. And then of course, then we have the internet. And what do we do with the internet? We basically um, when we have a problem we we asked the, the internet for a solution right so if you recently suffer from tinnitus and you came back from the ENT or also an audiologist or some uh, some person who who is maybe relatively unsure of, of what to tackle a tinnitus with or what pro protocols or what program to follow um, and uh, and then you resort to the internet and unfortunately most of uh, how the internet works is it's engagement based and uh, most negative communities or most communities in which uh, a lot of negative feedback is happening and a lot of difficulties are raised um, are the ones that uh, attract the most viewers right so you instantly come into a community or into a place in the internet where you read on how many people are actually struggling with this and how difficult of a condition it is. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying that there's a time for, for response. There's a time to also be struggling with it or, or, or yeah, and, or grieving the loss of silence. That's absolutely fine. That's perfectly okay. But um, it doesn't have to be a prolonged, right? Much more than, than what it is causing you anyways already, right? So, when you are in that first stage, it's immensely important that you get the right kind of education and be that education from um, maybe a more neutral Wikipedia article or uh, from an app such as the TinyBot app or there's many other great apps out there who um, uh, who do a lot of um, educational work on what tinnitus really is or the videos that I provide on Facebook or my tinnitus emergency guide. 
right? So the free tinnitus emergency guide at alteringtinnitus.com slash tinnitus minus emergency minus guide completely for free. Um, I think n nearly 15 pages of information and material on uh, what is a more smart way to tackle tinnitus and tinnitus-related problems, right? So it's really about how at the start of suffering from tinnitus you get your ed education right because it will definitely determine of how much you will be struggling with tinnitus. Um, uh, a few weeks back I had a coaching session with a lady and she told me that she had known an older lady who had told her that she had had tinnitus for many decades and uh, you will not be enjoying it. I have certainly have had so much difficulty with it. And just that statement alone made it obviously like very, very difficult to accept and move on with the tinnitus, right? Because of course, if someone says and shares this kind of experience, of course, it's very likely that you're going to project that onto yourself. And uh, the self-fulfilling prophecy might lead to the fact that you're having a very similar experience or even worse. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe your experience gets gets even worse from what that person was or is experiencing with their tinnitus. So, in stage one, it's uh, very, very important that you get the right kind of feedback, that um, you get the right kind of approach, um, and the right kind of education. Yeah? So, be it my YouTube channel, be it that this podcast where I interview all the scientists that tell you there's literally nothing wrong with your brain, that tinnitus is something that. Uh, is relatively normal. There's also no uh, bigger or much more additional inflammation in many cases, not in all cases, because in some cases there can be. Um, but there is nothing that you really need to worry about too much, uh, that you, that something is really broken with you or inside you. Um, so it's, it's all about education the first stage. The second stage, let's say you've been yeah, dealing with tinnitus for a few months and you're stuck in the pit and you have... Um, you have done exactly that and your education was okay, but the education is maybe twofold, then the best step for you is in order to really break the vicious cycle and, and break through the barriers of uh, the continuous identification or the continuous tuning into your tinnitus and listening in and, and perceiving it and, and then having that autoresponder in place in your head that always responds with, oh my God, this is so bad. I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know how to continue um, my work, my social relationships or anything else. And tinnitus is the culprit that is basically making my life so miserable. I don't know how to continue to to do it with this with this stimulus and right to to identify that should be the very first step, right? So to identify your identification with this because I mean it's always your identification whether you identify with a positive or a negative thought. We do like to identify with thoughts or we, we, we tend to at least, but none of them ever have to be true. They are what they are, right? But you don't have to identify necessarily with them and it, they don't necessarily have to trigger a behavior. That is what makes us human. And we are separated from the animal species because we are more than instinctive, right? And that, I mean, of course, you can now say, I mean, there are also some animals that are beyond instinctive. Of course, that's not what I mean. But we are especially gifted at that, right, to to also challenge our our instinctive reaction. And um, often tinnitus reaction can be 
can start to be ingrained that the same habitual patterns repeats itself over and over again and is creating quite uh, unpleasant experiences for you, right? So it's creating uh, quite unpleasant um, uh, 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 stress release of stress hormones and uh, quite uh, unpleasant uh, facts of not letting you sleep or concentrate in silence. And then in this stage, I would say it's immensely important that you follow the um, tools of cognitive behavior therapy, especially the ones that allow you to analyze and survey your behavior vis-a-vis -vis the tinnitus and uh, especially your reactions towards the tinnitus uh, in, in every single time you perceive it, every single time you react to it, every single time you uh, buy into the thought that tinnitus is causing you so much havoc and difficulty and that you take a step back and, and evaluate this in a first point, right? Not not to say like, okay, my tinnitus is a nine today, yesterday it was a four, and much more like, uh, you know, gently looking at the ocean, looking at the waves move, and in that way, you're looking at your tinnitus thoughts and behaviors move. And by doing that, you become a lot more aware of at what point in the day or at what point in your normal schedule you you think about tinnitus in a certain way, right? So that's the very, very first point that, that you become more aware of um, the automatic behavior that you're buying into very much like if you used to be uh, someone who maybe when they were driving the car that uh, if someone cut you off, um, you got very upset and you were shouting at them and you're like, ah, what are you doing, you idiot? And maybe a few years later, you realize, oh, I'm always getting so drained when I'm driving the car. And from then on, you're just like, someone cuts you off and you're like, okay, well, they're an idiot. Or, you know, you never know what that happened. Like maybe there's an emergency in their family or, or whatnot, right? Like we never know what happen what's happening inside other people. So um, we can only know and control our own reaction. And certainly um, to not react in a way that releases a lot of stress hormones and makes you feel tense and stressed um, is the way that you feel much better in the end, probably. So whether be it with <laughs> road rage and, and, and people cutting you off uh, uh, on the road or being it uh, with your tinnitus that's uh, constantly uh, triggering you and constantly uh, leading you to that uh, autonomous nervous system trigger st triggered stress response, right? So... Um, there are a lot of videos on my YouTube channel on how to use CBT uh, tools or survey tools also for uh, uncovering uh, that behavior towards your tinnitus. Of course, um, there is a 10-minute episode on my Patreon channel um, on how you can put CBT to work in order to survey your tinnitus and analyze that behavior and also to, to later on break it. Um, because that is obviously what uh, the survey helps us later on to do, identify the behavior and afterwards then replace it maybe with better behavior. Um, and that is immensely important if you are in the second stage with your tinnitus right now. And uh, yeah, then there's the third and the final stage. You have uh, had tinnitus for a few years already and uh, you were on and off bothered by it or you're on and off struggling with it. And it uh, sometimes it's fine. Sometimes you go through some spikes or s through some difficulties. And, um, and then, then uh, you, you've, you've done the, the survey and you know when you behave towards tinnitus, but you can't, you can't, really, you can't really shake it. It's still, it's still very bothersome. It's still very difficult at times. Sometimes it's not, but you can't, you can't really seem to shake it off completely. And 
In that case, I would really recommend you to uh, watch the videos on acceptance and commitment therapy. And um, I say this again and, and again, and because I think it needs to be said as much as possible that acceptance is in no way something positive, right? Acceptance is not like, oh yeah, Tinnitus is my friend now, I love him, and it's great that he's here because you're not supposed to lie to yourself either, right? Like, uh, it's not gonna happen, and that's okay. But in the same way, Tinnitus is there, and if we don't find a cure, maybe even not in my lifetime, not in your lifetime, maybe we will, that would be great. Or something that changes the intensity of tinnitus, great, I'll, I'll take it immediately. But if we don't, what are your options? Your options are to continue to struggle until, well, <laughs> maybe a cure is found or maybe not, or your option is to transform the way and accept that tinnitus simply is what it is, like someone who gets a cancer diagnosis or um, they, they, they can accept the diagnosis, still fight to, uh, 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 to treat their cancer as best as possible, but uh, there's something you can do, right? So with tinnitus, there, there is no action required, right? For, at least for now, because there is literally no treatment that you can do right now. And there are some promising results and promising studies, but the best thing that you have right now is to not give it the importance, to not make the demon in the dark bigger and bigger and bigger, but to basically say, well, it is what it is. Tinnitus comes along for the journey. Um, I um, have a lot ahead of the people who don't have tinnitus yet and who have to still go through all of this, so uh, who probably will in the future at some point uh, suffer from tinnitus. But uh, if you're interested in in uh, really learning a great transformation, I think the last episode with Carl Paoli, um, the New York Times best-selling author, was an amazing episode on how to transform your your perspective with tinnitus and how to find that calm place and and, and place of quiet inside yourself again. And I thought that was immensely helpful and and, and a great episode. Um, but if you if you do have that, then and if you have been struggling on and off for for years with tinnitus, then the acceptance and commitment program is the right tool to choose for you because it literally um, teaches you of how to basically sit with tinnitus and allow the reactivity to be there, allow the reactivity to exhaust itself. Therefore, teaching yourself it's not as bad as you catastrophize it in your head. And at some point, with continuous practice, this will categorize the tinnitus as not dangerous in your brain. Therefore, also as less intrusive. And it will be much more easier for your brain to disregard the stimulus if you tag it as something that is not dangerous. And you do that by using the practice of acceptance and commitment and uh, strategies of mindfulness, of really tapping into the feeling that exists in relation to your tinnitus. And, and this is might be a bit of a difficult concept, but um, I really encourage you to check those videos on YouTube or also on my Patreon channel on acceptance and commitment therapy, on uh, really how you can um, really use this tool to create new neural neural pathways as well in what your brain really thinks about your tinnitus, right? So this is a bit this is a bit uh, a bit of a tricky concept, and and I'm not by no way a scientist, but um, I'm pretty sure this is uh, uh, this is how it works because I've been seeing uh, the great successes that I have with the people who I work with, and if you are in this stage uh, uh, that you have been having tinnitus for a longer period of time and that you really do uh, struggle with it, then I really recommend 
to tap into acceptance and commitment therapy. And yeah, you already know where to get the tinnitus emergency guide that is at uh, outeringtinnitus.com slash tinnitus minus emergency minus guide um, completely for free. You can get it there. Um, the Patreon uh, uh, channel and there are all the videos. They continue to be there. So they're not deleted. Uh, every week there comes a new uh, video. This uh, uh, episode today is basically um, a, an overall also summary of the 10 minute the Patreon video. But of course, in the Patreon video, I'm a lot more able to illustrate things as in a podcast. But uh, yeah, so these are the things that I wanted to advertise to you as well so because I really believe in them the people who are subscribers on Patreon they always have great feedback for me and they really do enjoy the content so I invite you to try that out as well you can obviously also uh, should you uh, uh, not enjoy the content of course unsubscribe at any time as well but um, it uh, greatly uh, provides me the possibility to continue the podcast to continue uh, uploading free resources on YouTube and to continue um, being a great host uh, in my community hoping that you um, enjoy all the resources that I have for you there um, I briefly also wanted to mention the course content on Udemy so if you go to um, the link in the description to this episode you will find the Outering Tinnitus course um, a course that is uh, uh, in beta right now but you can get the course uh, for a great discount just apply the code Outring Tinnitus at checkout, Outring Tinnitus at checkout, and you'll get the course for a very discounted price. And I'm very much uh, looking forward to hear from you what you think about this course. Um, and as I advertised before at the start of the episode, for the first uh, next 10 people who uh, get the course, you will get a coaching session with me for free, in which I will tell you personally on how to apply the concepts to your own life with Tinnitus so you can make the most of it. So, um, yeah, thank you very much i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode um we are heading off to colombia on sunday so i really hope that you do enjoy the podcast do enjoy all the material that i put out um that you enjoy being in the community with me i thank you all so much for your support um i'll hear you in the next few podcast episodes and i wish you all the best from berlin my heart goes out to all of you tinnitus sufferers out there uh, life with tinnitus is really not a life sentence um, it's just all about about what you make it and um, yeah i thank you so much for yeah tuning in today and until the next one goodbye Thank you very much for listening to the Outring Tinnitus podcast. I am looking forward to also welcome you on my website at outringtinnitus.com or if you have any questions, please mail to frida at outringtinnitus.com. See you next time.